Revolution.org podcast coming away, episode 487. Doing a special QA episode, Steve Schmee and the Rickster Ricky V Rock. We have a fun one today, huh? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, Gas? How's everybody doing out there? And yeah, we, we've done some rehash episodes, we've done some originals. Today, we're going to do something fun for you guys. We're just going to do a quick, quick fire kind of little short opinion episode. About 13 questions. Pick the uh, uh, evil number 13. And uh, we're just going to go down the line. That's the, that's the show today. What's up? All right. So we've got, yeah, we've got 13 fun topics. The first one is boxers or briefs. So um, this was, um, this is a, this is an interesting one. And uh, I'll let you start off uh, on this one, Rick. What, what's your, uh, what's your, you, you know, it's funny, uh, they, 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 every uh, presidential candidate is, is asked this question. Uh, it's just a funny question, but I guess when I was a kid, I liked boxers a lot. Um, as a young, young kid in Colombia, everybody wore briefs. Boxers weren't even a thing. Then I got to the U.S. and I started watching Tupac videos and I was like, oh, boxers are cool. <laughs> so I like boxers better. And uh, now I, I like those like long leg briefs. You know what I mean? They, they go down like halfway down the leg. They're not like short, short briefs, but they're like, you don't talk about not the boxers. I'm not, I'm not into anymore. They're just too baggy. I don't, don't like them. I, I like the fabric close, close to my skin. What do you think, Steve? I am, you know, when I started studying Buddhism in my mid twenties and, and, you know, in, in a lot of Buddhism, they tell you not to wear anything. Um, you know, just to, um, just to go free, you know? So, and, um, so, you know, if I'm going, you know, on a date or something, Amanda. Oh, yeah, going in, but if I'm going on a date or something, obviously you don't want the girl no, knowing that about you, you know, rock back. She's going to think you're dirty. You're dirty, man. So in that, situ- in that situation, uh, definitely yeah, boxers, uh, some, some good, good looking boxers really like some um, some good looking boxers there would work out good. I Amanda. think you know some nice tight ones, some nice tight. But it's an interesting one that you you brought up, Rick. Uh, it's interesting that you brought in that. So up. you don't uh, wear any underwear most of the time. I, I usually okay. This is this is I wear like um, some just like crummy shorts. You know, just some cotton, very comfortable shorts that don't cause wedgies. And what about when you're at the gym? Like you wear yeah, so, pants so, at the gym with, with no underwear? So this is what I do when I go to the gym. I'll wear um, these like $10, $12 cheap Walmart uh, shorts that are very comfortable. They have pockets. This way, if I have my little you know, sound thing or my headphones, I, it goes. Or if I have to carry my phone, which I don't usually You wear do. shorts with no underwear? Yeah, yeah, at the gym, just just as long as there's no wedgies. Like it's got to be shorts. Just letting your eleven nonchalant just hang hang around. Just shorts. No well, what's the big deal? Like, what what is the big deal? Like, I don't understand why you would want to, you know, be uncomfortable. It's all about being comfortable. You know, nothing is more annoying than doing squats at the gym and like uh, getting wedgies. Like, I I can't stand. It. I like to be comfortable, so I'll always carry some extra shorts with me, you know, in my trunk. And, um, you know, if I need to change my shorts or whatever, but I was, I was just, I swear not some nice. So you don't care. You don't care that people at the gym notice your 11 nonchalant is hanging out, but if you're going to, why would they know Then you'll wear, then you'll wear some, some underwears on a date just so the girl doesn't (laughs) notice. No, I, I wear it on a date in case like, so she doesn't notice when it's coming off. And she doesn't think, oh, this guy's fucking dirty, you know? You don't want her knowing you're dirty the first few dates, you know? Later on, because she, she's going to go home and tell her friends. She's going to be like, oh, Steve, this guy went out. Steve, he doesn't wear underwear. And her friend's going to be like, ew, he's nasty. He's nasty. He probably doesn't wipe his ass either. You know, and then they start talking trash about you. And then when you, you know, after a couple months, you go and meet the girls and then they're all like snickering, you know, about you. Oh, he's the guy who doesn't wear anything. You know what I'm saying? And then they're all staring at your crotch because they're trying to see if you're wearing underwears or not. You, you know, you have you have a very dirty mind, bro. 
Like, I'm just saying. So you wear your very, gray sweatpants very without nasty. any underwears. When you're you very nasty, nasty man. So, so if I saw you at the gym and you're wearing your gray, uh, your gray sweatpants, they you might not be wearing undies on the. That, that's what you're saying. No, not sweatpants, bro. Like shorts, just like oh, cheap. you have gray, gray, gray shorts. Like black short, like just cheap Walmart fifteen dollars shorts, bro. I'm not a fancy person. I don't go around like with jewelry and shit like that. I like to. This is what you don't understand. I like to be free. I like to be the less is better. I don't wear watches, jewelry. I don't carry around my phone. I like to just be free, bro. I like to, especially when I'm at the gym, just a cheap ass uh, tank top and then just a cheap ass you know ten twelve dollars shorts with pockets. Gotta have pockets in case I have to carry something with me. You know, so that's all I need, bro. I'm good. That's um, that's cool, man. I don't know. <laughs> all right, guys, let us know and then in the comments what you think about that. So next one is beach or pool. So I mean, for me, I'll go first on this. This is an easy one for me. I mean, I, I stay away from pools. Okay, number one. You know how many people have taken leaks? In that pool, number one. Number two, chlorine. I'm allergic to chlorine. And a lot of people out there are allergic to chlorine. You just don't realize it. So let's say I do swim in a pool, a chlorinated pool or a jacuzzi or something. I end up getting like a sore throat the rest of the day. So that shit makes me allergic. It's not good for your skin to be in chlorine. It absorbs into your skin. It's a chemical. I don't like chemicals. I'm, you know, I'm, I try to be organic and everything. The beach, as long as it's clean, you know, beaches are clean. I always get the reports where uh, the beach I'm going, make sure that the bacteria levels are where it needs to be. Um, and as long as it's clean, I'm, I'm good. You know, salt water, it's good for the skin. It's good for, um, you know, it's just, it's just good. For, it's good for your skin. You know what I'm saying? So salt, salt water, it's good for your sinuses. Go, you can go underwater, get some, some, some salt water into your sinuses, clears up your sinuses. So I'm much, much more uh, interested in a beach, but it's got to be a beach without a lot of people. There's a bunch of kids running around, you know, you know, pissing in the water, shitting in the water, uh, dirty diapers in the water and, and shit everywhere. Then no, it's got to be a nice, quiet, clean beach all day. If I ever get a pool, okay, I've had pools before, big pain in the ass. Anyone who's at a pool knows it's a big pain in the ass. But if I ever do in the future have a pool, I'll make it a salt water pool. Then, then I'll, I'll be good swimming in it. But I'm not going to ever swim in a chlorinated pool. What about you, uh, Rickster? What, what kind of pool do you have down there in the, uh, no, in the Amazon? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I didn't even include that in here, but uh, out of all, I like rivers. Rivers are fucking cool, but like really good, fast flowing rivers, like the ones, at least the ones you find down here, not not those slow flowing, dirty rivers. But um, nah, man, uh, between the two of them, um, I prefer the pool nowadays. I, I'm a big beach guy. I like nature. I like the outdoors. I like palm trees. I The whole setting, right? If you're in a beach, the setting of the beach is incredible you know just the whole thing even like steve said just getting some salt water on your skin i mean that's all kind of cool but the reality of it is man i've been to many beaches from jones beach uh down to santa marta san andres miami and uh some other places and i gotta tell you man like the the fucking just plastic bags on the beach now water's dirty uh, sometimes just nature. Uh, I remember being in Cancun one year and there was just dead grass everywhere, dead grass everywhere, all along the beach. If you went in the water, just you came out, you just had look like Sasquatch, Chewbacca just had grass hanging off of you everywhere. Um, you'll always get knit and cut by some kind of seashell. Once in a blue moon, you might get uh, uh, hit by some sea life. Either you step on something or jellyfish gets on you. Um, eating at the beach is just not great. Uh, water, um, sand blast up. Sometimes you got to fight seagulls for your food. Um, it's it's kind of great. but And also, um, 
look, uh, chlorine is one thing, right? Chlorine is not the best to have on your skin. I, I can agree, but you got Exxon Valdez and you, there's all kinds of uh, petroleum, all kinds of shit floating in the ocean on top of fish poop and uh, fish, dead fish meat and all kinds of, you're in a soup of stuff. You know, uh, at least in a beach, is, I mean, a, in a pool, I should say. More controlled environment. Um, yes, you deal with the chlorine, but there's no, you're not going to swim into a plastic bag of or have a wildlife on you or step on something that could cut your skin open while, while you're in the water. Um, very low chance of the water pulling you away and you, uh, you know, having issues, having uh, to need help. Um but even, you know, that part is not the worst part. I mean, nowadays, just, just the pollution and the dirt and the nastiness of it. <clears throat> Eating at the beach, not great. Like, I, I've sat at the bungalow by the pool and had a burger or two, and it's just a nice, controlled setting. It's awesome. It's just great. You just lay down, music. Everything's awesome. At the beach, wind is blowing shit everywhere. You get sand in your fucking food, no matter how hard you try not to. You get sand up your ass crack. There's just sand everywhere. Um, I mean, it's I do a little bit of both, right? But it, um, uh, ten out of ten times, I'd say I do a uh, beach three times and pool seven times out of the ten, if I could. And if I had a choice, if I had like a like a cool as river, a trustworthy river <laughs> that wasn't just going to grow on me uh, in a matter of seconds. <clears throat> Probably do a river half of the time uh, and, you know, beach once or twice and pull the rest. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the beach is all right, but it, there's just things about it. The sand's not clean. You know, there's the sand is mixed in with little bits of plastic that have uh, grinded down bottle caps that just got grinded down to little tiny minute pieces. Shit gets in your food, gets in your skin, in your ass crack, inside of your foreskin if you fucking got any. I mean, it's just everywhere. And um, and again, the, 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 the water's just not that clean. That's why it slowed down so much on my seafood uh, consumption. It's just all kinds of shit floating in that water now. It's I, I would probably trust pool water that goes through a filter and has chlorine added more than I would just what might free floating in the Gulf right now. You know, that's all. Next one we're going to do, buddy, um, machines or free weights. So I'll let you do this one first. Free weights, body weights, free weights, body weights, you know, motion, real motion, real exercises. Um, real things, you know, I'm getting more and more into kettlebells now, you know, kettlebells have become something I'm more into now. And, and it just, yeah, free motion, free weights. Um, when you can combine weight weights with uh, body weight, all that good stuff. Yeah. If I'm looking for a gym, it's gotta have, it's gotta have free weights. It's gotta have a, it can't have just like, you see these gyms that, that just have Smith machine. You know, they don't have any free weight where you can do, they don't have a squat rack. They don't have where you can do flat bench. You know, it's just, it's just not going to work for me. Um, compound lifting for me is, is my bread and butter. That's, that's where I started, you know, from, well, actually I started doing just machines at a, like a little crappy gym. But then once I really got serious about weight training, it was all about free weights. And I really believe in doing, you know, compound lifts and, um, so, I mean, just having access to a gym with machines and maybe in like a Smith machine, you know, stuff like that, it's just not going to work for me. So uh, definitely for me, uh, free weights all the way. So next one, uh, paper versus plastic. So I'll, uh, plastic is, is, is really, really horrible. As, as Rick mentioned, uh, really, really bad for the oceans, really bad for our environment. Um, and it's out of control, the amount of plastics that we we use. Um, it's a convenient thing, but, um, you know, the grocery stores I shop, usually shop at a Whole Foods and they don't even have plastic anyway. They have paper bags, which I recycle um, or reuse. And I also use a reusable bags. So yeah, plastics, I limit, you know, the plastics that I, I use 
uh, significantly. And I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, plastic because as Rick said, it's, it's everywhere. It's in our oceans, on our beaches. It's in our, uh, it's everywhere. Um, it's, it's really out of control and plastics really, um, they're very detrimental to our environment, our food supply, um, animals, all kinds of stuff. So always try to limit the amount of plastics that you're using. Yeah, paper always, always paper, forever. And um, I bring my own shit. I've been bringing my own shit to the store for a while. Um, you know, just uh, it's just kind of a custom. I remember uh, growing up South America, you would take your own back to the market. You know, it's just the way it was. Then we, we get to the U.S. And, and we get home with a bunch of plastic. We don't even know what to do with it. We, we, we save it <laughs> like new immigrants. And then we, we use it around the house as our disposal bags. But then you get more of it every time you go to, to the store. It was just a different. It felt wrong even for the first few years. Like just coming home with all this plastic and throwing it in the trash. When we were used to literally, you take your fucking bags to the market and you bring back, you'd have your your bags, you know, different materials. Um, and you would always bring them. It was mostly done as a way to save pennies in third world country, South America, where, where pennies worth something. Um, and then the, the change, you know, this is 1990 going to the States. And every time you go grocery shopping, you, you don't take a bag, uh, you know, bags to take to the grocery store aren't even everywhere. Like it was a thing. Like you go to corner store, they had a selection of grocery store bags you would take, right? Some were ornamental, some were just practical, but you you didn't even know you'd have to improvise something. It just wasn't a thing. Looking back on it now, it's just weird dealing with all that plastic. So yeah, I mean paper and I and I've whenever I can, I bring my own shit. You know, I bring that's why I always like going to like places like BJ Costco's because you don't. They don't give you plastic. You reuse some of the boxes. Some of their stuff came in. But yeah, I mean, it's always it's always been been hard, kind of mentally, to deal with with that that amount of waste and there's so much of it. And I'm glad it, it, it's changed recently. More and more people are taking their bags to the supermarket. I know I do, but um. But yeah, I mean, paper or just bring your own bags. Next one we're going to do is beef, pork, or chicken. So if I eat too much beef, it really, you know, really doesn't agree with me. So uh, chicken, today I ate chicken. Uh, yesterday I also had chicken. What I like to do with chicken is I've talked about this recipe before on here. Um, chicken... It's really uh, versatile. And what I like to do, you get a rice cooker, you put some brown rice in there, you cook the brown rice, and so now you got your rice. Then you got broccoli. Just boil the broccoli for you know, 10, 15 minutes until it's soft. Boom, now you have your vegetable. Very, very simple, right? Chicken, rice, broccoli meal. With the chicken, you don't have to drench it in a bunch of crap to make it taste good. I'm going to give you the, the quick way I do it. So I have a little marinade I put together. It involves lemon lime, a smoked paprika, salt, and pepper, black pepper. That's it. And you mix those together and then coconut oil, obviously. Coconut oil is very important to cook with. Very, very good for you. Unrefined cold-pressed coconut oil. You mix that up. You marinate it overnight. Then you throw the chicken on the grill. I like to use thin um, slices of, of chicken breast. Like if I get the chicken breast, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, thin it out, make it thin, so that on the barbecue, I don't risk, you know, food poisoning. And I, I slow cook it on the barbecue and I flip it as many times as I need to. It's not like uh, when you cook beef on the barbecue, you want to just flip it once. That's the secret to lock in the juices. With chicken, I flip it as many times as I need to. I want that chicken fully cooked. I'm not going to risk, you know, getting any type of uh, food poisoning by undercooking my chicken. So I hope that helps you guys. But yeah, chicken, chicken definitely for me. And then uh, beef, you know, every now and then. But, um, you know, too much of it doesn't, doesn't agree with me. 
I like him all, man. <laughs> I like him all. Um, once I got into organ meat, it changed the game. You know, it changed everything. Uh, beef, definitely, when it comes to organ meat, beef and chicken kind of take take the cake. Um, pork, I, I still only mess really with the with the muscle. Um, there is a, a pork sausage dish. South America, there's a blood sausage dish. Dish, I should say, a pork blood sausage dish. It's popular all the way from Colombia down to uh, Argentina. They have a version of it as well, all the way from the tip of uh, South America to Patagonia. But besides that, not much do I eat in pork other than just some, some really nice cuts. Beef and chicken, though, I mean, I eat everything. I love chicken livers. I make my own um, I make my own spread out of chick- chicken livers. I mean, I do some, some crazy stuff with chicken livers. And it tastes great, man. It tastes like chicken butter if you prepare it right. You could, you could literally use it in so many. You can make a chicken liver with rice. It's incredible. Incredible stuff. It's like the, it's the poor man foie gras. Poor man's foie gras is what I call chicken livers. Love those. Um, I like the darker meat of the chicken. And beef, you know, I have a, a, when I eat red meat, I try to have tender cuts because I have, you know, titanium implants. I have, I'm dental work. <laughs> so I gotta, gotta have kind of stuff that I can choose, not, not too chewy. And, um, <clears throat> Good cuts of muscle beef are expensive. You're very expensive to get some of the better, softer cuts of that red meat. But I found going to organs, organs are softer, tastier. They have a different selection of taste. And um, and they're, they're really soft. Really, really soft, like beef heart, incredibly soft. Beef tongue, very tasty. Very, very tasty. Very soft. Same thing with uh, a cow udder, you know, the, the, the tits of the cow is like beef flan. It's like a flan. It's kind of, you know, it's very light colored, doesn't look fibrous like beef, look, looks, looks more like a jello. <laughs> it tastes incredible. So, so um, right now, I'd say beef more than half of the time because because of the selection and organs chicken and then just a little bit of pork not not much pork i like i like pork skin you get a pork belly put it in the oven i mean just prepare that pork belly right salt baking soda so the the skin pops pop, pop, pop. i'll mess with some pork belly you know, i'll take a pork belly i'll fill it with things tie it up Rub the skin, salt, baking soda in the oven. Make that skin pop. I mean, run your, your knife through it. <clears throat> you know, crackles. That's cool. But, I mean, besides pork skin and pork muscle uh, and, and that, that kind of typical uh, Colombian pork sausage, oh, morcilla, uh, blood, uh, pork blood sausage, morcilla. Besides that. Not much. Pork, pork, very little. Taking a good bit, but beef, beef right now with the organs. I'm getting crazy with, uh, getting crazy with the organs. I mean, beef brain, <laughs> beef kidneys, liver. Always, always love liver. And um, yeah, some some really good cuts. Tongue, beef tongue is is incredibly tasty, Steve. If you can get some beef tongue, it's in my opinion one of the better cuts of uh, meat out there. And then then the heart. The hearts also, unless you're told you, you're eating heart, you won't kind of know. You'll it, it tastes very much like other cuts of, of, of beef. It's just it's, it's very the shape of it. It's it's not very fibrous. It's very soft. Um, the the closest organ to the rest of like muscle to the rest of the cuts is the heart. So muscle, it's just shaped differently. It's not very fibrous. Very soft. Um, the, the fat on it is not as tasty as, as some other cuts, but it's still a good cut, man. So beef, beef is cool. 
Don't forget bone broth too. Bone broth is really good um, as well, especially during the winter. You can make soup out of it. So really, really nice. Next one we're going to talk about is favorite sport. Um, for me, hands down, NFL. Um, there is no comparison. There's no other sport that can compare to it. It's, it's truly the greatest game out there. Uh, the athletes and the most talented, you know, they could do everything that any other sport can do. I mean, they, if you put them on a basketball court, they'll tear up the basketball court. You put them on a soccer field, they'll tear up the soccer field. You put them in UFC, put them in boxing, they'll tear it up. They can do anything. These are the best athletes of all. And they're paid, you know, they're paid like it, you know, um, these contracts. Now these guys are making 40, 50 million a year. Now quarterbacks, it's extremely challenging sport. And it's not just the games itself. That's exciting about the NFL. It's also the draft is exciting. The free agency period trades, um, all, all these other things that happen. Even training camp is exciting with, with the NFL. You can't say the same about any other sport out there. And um, it's, you know, it, it's just incredible and it's growing like crazy because of sports gambling. Now um, a lot of people are doing sports gaming. NBA is, is growing tremendously because of sports gambling. But um, if you took the, if you took the sports gambling away from everything, right. NFL would still be the top top of it because there's so much things you can follow with, with NFL. And if you like fantasy playing fantasy sports, you know, it's NFL is really, really fun to play. I stopped playing fantasy sports um, a while back just because, um, you know, I'm a competitive person, you know, it's taking up a lot of my time. And, um, you know, there's there's always the jerk, you know, in your league who takes the fun out of it. So it wasn't fun anymore for me. So I used to commission a league and I stopped doing it, unfortunately, but I like, I like NFL. I, I like watching it. I like cheering for my teams. I like cheering against the teams that I hate against the players, you know, and, and uh, that's, it's really fun. It really is a shame, Rick, that you refuse to, um, you know, kind of Americanize yourself and, uh, and learn NFL. If you, if you learned it, you, you would love it, you know? Well, um, my favorite sport is MMA. Mixed martial arts, and um, that's pretty American as well. Um, well, I mean, um, it, it, how's it American? You're not even supposed to teach martial arts um, to people who outside of, you know, who are Asian. That's why, um, you know, that's why they had a beef going with uh, mm. these martial artists that would immigrate to the United States and start opening up. In, in, in ancient, in ancient times. Um, in ancient times, if your culture, if your people discovered a, a fighting system, you wouldn't want to share it with your neighbors because they might use it to attack you. But now, nowadays, it's just it's a, it's a non non issue. I mean, you can go anywhere. You can be an American and go to Thailand and learn Muay Thai with champions and nobody's going to think about it twice. Same thing, Japan, same thing everywhere. But yeah, for, for a long time and the roots of it, like everything, it changed. It grew out of that. Where, hey, you don't, we got this uh, fighting system. We've got these, uh, this crazy, weird thing we figured out that we can use in war. Not allowed to share with anyone outside of the clan. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, 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 you know, very primal. Very, you could have a, there's a park. There are kids playing football, kids playing basketball, kids playing soccer, baseball. One of these parks, and then a fight breaks out um, between a couple of kids. Everybody's going to stop and go watch the fight. And I've always liked just mixed martial arts. I mean, growing up, it's funny. Growing up, I couldn't. I was, you know, I was 13, 14 in the 90s when the first tapes of uh, Hoist Gracie tapping guys out were, were circulating. And my wrestling coach at the time used to bring him in <laughs> into and we would watch them on film. And I, I never knew or thought it would be as big as it, as it is today. But um, definitely, I mean, it's, it's probably the only sport I really enjoy and I watch and I follow. Um, the other things like the other sports, um, because of all the rules and all the. It's all pretend everything else is a game. 
you know, everything else is a game. The only thing that's real is fighting. It's something that really goes on uh, with people, the war. It's something legitimate. You know, all these we and, you know, because we're not trying to kill each other. There are some rules, but all these rules where like a ball has to be moved a certain direction and and people can kind of battle. But there are these rules you can't. You know, it's weird. It, and it's cool. I mean, I, I, I understand the appeal of it is a uh, controlled way of people competing without people getting seriously hurt. And we all agree on some games that have some rules where people can compete. And we know if red is better than blue or whatever, and nobody gets really hurt. Now, that's cool. I get that. But it's a fucking game. Like, I mean, it's, it's fake. Like, you just, just make shit up. When, when it comes to fighting, like, can you punch me before I can punch you and hard enough to put my lights out or I put yours. It's very primal, very basic. It's very like what you see in an MMA fight. You can take that shit outside and, and do something with it to save your life. I'm not quite sure any other sports can claim that, you know, like football or ba- well, baseball, maybe a bat. I don't fucking know, but I mean, it's all, uh, everything else is a game. You know what I mean? Uh, mixed martial arts fighting is, you know, it's real. You know, it's real, real. So this time I'm going to talk about is favorite music genre. I'll let you start this one off. I'll fucking listen to everything. But my top two favorite music genres have to be um, reggae. I grew up with uh, reggae all through high school, just the school I went to and Remember, remember, I didn't speak English until I moved to the States. And then when I, when I moved to the States, my town, there was just a lot of Jamaicans, <laughs> a lot of minorities. And uh, some of my best first times, like grinding up on a girl in a, in a house party or kissing, things like that, were, you know, <laughs> to, the, to the sounds of some, you know, Cape Laton or Shabaranks or uh, Matt Lyon or, you know, uh, or uh, Super Cat, Little Vicious, you know, things like that. So that's kind of like, I don't know. Um, I think it was Chris Rock that said that the music that you're listening to when you start fucking, that's the music you're always going, it's always going to be your favorite music. So that's cool. And then I have, um, I'd say right close to that is, 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 uh, folk music from from Los Llanos out here in Colombia that I also like. Um, obviously hip-hop rap always because I, I mean I grew up in NY and 1995, 96 I was 15 years old and I grew up in NY I'm obviously going to enjoy hip-hop but like stuff that touches my soul like yeah like grinding up on them Jamaican girls at the house parties um listening to uh dancing to shabarangs our uh, bedroom bully and that kind of stuff that that that's you know that's fucking cool patra oh man patra was so beautiful that jamaican chick and then obviously you know just los janos folk music you know because of um when i was a kid i just grew up stuff you you uh listen to um riding horses and things like that you know riding horses uh, out here it's kind of cool it's called it's called horopo or janos music so those are cool things so yeah i mean those are kind of like that's kind of mainly my but i like everything like i'll even i'll listen to country music i'll listen to um i love um so many years of of listening to uh uh thailand music uh training muay thai especially when we would uh do sparring or we would go live would always have the music playing. That stuff fires me up. I can't listen to uh, to the Muay Thai rounds uh, music, the music that's played during during a fight, without the hair in the back of my neck standing up. I like everything, you know, rock. Obviously, I love rock. Rage Against the Machine, all that stuff's cool. But uh, yeah, like shit touches my soul, like that old school reg- reggae, like not like Bob Marley. That's too old, but like. Cape Laton, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shower ranks, uh, super cat, like I mentioned, you know, that kind of, that kind of deal. Um, yeah. And Horopo and, and then old school, like back home music. That's only really listened to or liked in, in a tiny little section of South America. That's about it. 
Yeah, so most music, most movies, most shows are shit. I'd say to me, um, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Rick. I'm very picky. So I would say about 97, 98% of music out there is, is utter, other crap. And if you understand music with like I do, I've, you know, I can play instruments. I've written music. I've sang uh, for music. I've done chorus, all that shit. Then, you know, you know, and I've done acting and all that good stuff. You know that most movies are shit. Most music is shit. And it's, it's really hard to come up with good, you know, good music and good movies you know, it's um, that's why you see so many cliches, um, you know, music really um, all music is pretty much the same shit. It's just different lyrics. I mean, so if you understand how to read music or write music, you you would know that. And um, there's pretty much like a handful of, of music writers out there. So unfortunately, most music is garbage. I'd rather listen to nothing then listen to shitty music and I'd rather not watch anything on TV than watch a shitty movie. So if you're ever going to like recommend a song or a movie to me, it better have some awards behind it. Like a movie better have Oscar nominations and Oscar wins and that, that music better have Grammy nominations and Grammy wins. So some of my favorite artists that are, that are out there, some of my music genres specifically I like uh, new age music. I like um, uplifting music. I like chill out music. I like stuff like that. Some of my, my favorite artists, Enya. I don't know. If, do you know who that is, Rick? She's won like five, six. Whenever she comes out from Matt with an album, she wins Emmys. I mean, uh, she wins Grammys. So you know who Enya is, right? I guess Rick doesn't know. Don't think I've ever. Don't think I've ever heard of her, bro. No. no, no. Yeah, you've heard of her. Look, look her up. You, you've you've heard her music. You've play something. Music. Play something right now. Yeah, her music is in all your geek movies that you like, like Lord of the. You like Lord of the Rings, right? Those that, those geek movies, Titanic, all that shit. Her her music is in those movies. Like she's world renowned. She's an Irish. She's from Ireland. So you'll know. You know. Oh, that's cool. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan Farish. Back in the late 90s, he was the number one downloaded independent independent artist. You probably never heard of him either, um, but you've probably heard his music. And I like um, Enya's sister. She's really good, too. Um, Mayor Brannon is her name. And she's been same thing as her sister. She's got tons of Grammy nominations and her uh, her music's been, you know, in, in movies and shows and stuff. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm into I'm into that. It's for some reason I'm drawn to that that new age shit. You know, it's um it's really cool music, and I can work out to that music. I can work in that music. I can you know relax yoga during that music. I can relax before bed with that music. There's all kinds of ways you can meditate to the music. So it's very versatile. You know, you can do a lot of things with it, but it's it's good. It's good music. It's it's well written and it's very uplifting music, very positive music. So, but yeah, I'm like you. On the flip side, I'm like you, Rick. I like all genres. When it comes to like, you know, some of the hip hop, rap shit, Tupac, very talented. Uh, he's probably my uh, my favorite of all uh, from back in the day. It's really a shame, you know, he passed away. But he, in my opinion. If he had stayed alive, he would have definitely, you know, been one of the top uh, music artists ever. And he was extremely talented. His music was. Right, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you like Dr. Dre? Uh, not so much. No. But you, you like Tupac music. Have you ever listened to it in your car and stuff? Yeah. 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 Do you yeah, like it I enough listen. to sing along to it or do you just kind of listen to it? No, no, I don't sing along. Uh, no, I'm not into the sing along. But I'm okay. saying it's good. Let me ask music. you a question. If I'm you, saying, buddy, I'm if you sang along to a Tupac, if you, I know, I know, if you sang along to, is. I, he has if good. If you sang along to a music. Tupac song, would you say the N word or, or would you admit it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Do you, I don't do you feel you have the ethnic card to say the N word or not? Do you, do you, Steve? No, I would never say that word. Sorry. I'm just yeah. I want to I want to make any type of racial slur 
So that's, that's, that's what kids do. You know, that's what kids do. So, um, so we're going to go to the next one. Let's hit the next one. Uh, favorite kids cartoon. I have, I'm stumped on this one. Um, I don't watch cartoons, I guess, because you have kids, you watch cartoons. You, did, did you as a kid, do you watch kids? Uh, did you watch cartoon as a kid or not? Yeah, but I don't really. I, 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 growing uh, up, what's your favorite think, kids cartoon growing up? I think I think the the turtles and Ninja Turtles was um, Ninja, was, Ninja Turtles are cool. Yeah, I like Garfield. You know, the Garfield, the cat. That was yeah, pretty cool. That was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, but I didn't like, I didn't like most cartoons out there. I found them, I don't know, it was boring. Like, I didn't like any of the, like the Jetsons, the Flintstones. I didn't like any of that shit. You know, I, thought it was boring. I, 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 I thought, I think I got, I think I got pretty lucky. I had, I was in that golden era where you, you come from school and you watch like DuckTales and Chippendales or Chippendales yeah. Rescue, Rescue Rangers and very wholesome, very cool cartoons. I was sitting down watching my kids, some of the stuff. They have nowadays like Adventure Time and, and and the Cowardly Dog and some of this other stuff. And man, these these kids in these cartoons are mean. These parents are assholes. The teachers are fucking dorks. Like every, they're, they're all like people you dislike in these cartoons. I remember I watched Chippendales, uh, Rescue Rangers, or or Tailspin. You remember Tailspin with with Blue. Like these are all wholesome people. Maybe you dislike the the villain. You dislike you know Don Carnage, but you know, but the shit these kids are exposed to now is pretty complex, man. And and some of these are like Peppa the Pig. Peppa, I mean, she's a fucking cunt. She she she's kind of she's like uh, envious and she like displays all of these like bad feelings that at least a couple of little little shows I've I've sat a few minutes for she's kind of like envious and she's upset like you never saw that stuff in the old cartoons i i think um that stuff's kind of weird it's gone it's closer to what real people are like nowadays i think which is kind of sad because i had you had this idealized uh view of the world with these old school cartoons when you were a kid whereas only well dude it goes back to what i was saying they you're running out of ideas so you either gonna copy other cartoons are gonna you know it's a cartoon uh the simpsons that's one that's one that i used to I used and i to. and i enjoyed the simpsons coming up but yeah but the simpsons were a cartoon yeah. with a ton of those of adulthood in it. yeah it, it, it the simpsons was good when you know homer became you know a main character not when bart you know what i'm saying so it's but they, one they of those couldn't, things couldn't that, milk bart i mean bart couldn't do a quarter of the things an adult could do yeah they couldn't milk it i, I remember that transition yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next one we're going to talk about is water sparkling or still. So sparkling water is not something I recommend. Um, it's very acidic. Um, and, you know, I recommend uh, just going with good quality spring water. Um, and there's actually ways uh, to test your waters before. Water is very important. There's a lot of water out there that's marketed. Some of the more popular waters out there marketed that are just crap. I mean, there's just tap water. It's just tap water put in a bottle, sealed shut, and then sold. And it's like a complete scam. So you have to be aware of the water you're getting. Water is very, very important. Good quality, good quality water. Uh, distilled water is not a good idea. Distilled water lacks the minerals of spring water because distilled water is basically evaporated and then drop back down so it's basically evaporated uh water like condensation and that's not something you want to be drinking i i know like some people are obsessed with with distilled water and stuff and they they drink it and stuff but i highly recommend not to drink distilled water clean you can clean with it you know but please don't don't drink distilled water spring stick to good quality spring water and then, you know, sparkling water, I, I don't get the allure of it. There was a guy on the forum, he wanted to do fasting. So he's like, I'm going to drink sparkling water. And I told him, I'm like, dude, you drink sparkling water, you're breaking your fast. And when he would drink the sparkling water, he'd actually stimulate his appetite. Because when you drink the sparkling water, it's going to kick you out of ketosis. Even though it has zero calories, it's still going to kick you out of ketosis because your body, the, the pH balance of consuming something that's sparkling it's very acidic 
So it's going to throw your gut off and it's going to stimulate your appetite. So sparkling water is a really bad idea all around. I don't see any advantage to it. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's good. I mean, if you want something in your water, just do some, some lemon in your water and you'll be able to drink, um, drink something different. If you want to do that, that's a good idea, right? Or even apple cider vinegar, raw apple cider vinegar in your water. Give it a little flavor if you want to flavor up your water. So Rick, touch on this one really quick. Um, with food, sparkling water, uh, just regular, regular water. Don't like sugar water. Don't like anything else. Once in a while, I'll put a little bit of lemon on my sparkling water when I want that acidic taste. But I mean, besides having it with food, I mean, I wouldn't use sparkling water to quench my thirst ever or in the middle of doing sports or running or anything. But uh, the mouthfeel of sparkling water during, you know, while you're eating a meal is great. I think it actually helps contributes to cleaning your palate for the next bite. So, uh, and that's all I got to say about that. All right. So next one we're talking about is pyamas or underwear. So I'm not sure why it's spelled pyamas. What is that? Is that like a, a drink or something? Um, I, I misspelled it. Must have been a typo. Oh, is that like that? You is you, that, you, is you the Y you, is the Y you, a ja? Is ja? You don't have to. You, I wrote it in Spanish. You don't have to throw me under the bus in front of the people because I made a typo. I, I no, no, I was just making sure because it's going to show up as pyamas. Okay. So I just want to make sure is that it's like a type of of uh it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a type it's a, it's a it, it, it's Spanglish it's a hybrid it's a type <laughs> so why don't you answer this one before you get to make fun of me undies yeah I, I don't have time or energy to keep up with pajamas on top of keeping up with my workout clothing on top of keeping out my go out clothing on top of my formal wear like it, it's just too much shit just just underwears. Um, I don't sleep naked because um, I don't know. I, I, I just uh, just having your ass and your dick on your sheets and, and just coming in day after day with your ass and your dick on your sheets. It's I'd rather just put sleep with underwear and then put a, a different uh, pair of underwear every day than like lay down on the same ass and dick sheets I, I, I did two days ago. Or I have to change my sheets like every other night, literally, which is a lot of laundry to do. So, um, so yeah, that's it. What do you think? Yeah. I'm going to give you some tips on sleeping. If you, if it's cold where you live, you shouldn't sleep naked because being warm at night is going to help you sleep deeper being cold. It's going to be really hard to sleep. So even if that means wearing the pajamas and wearing socks just to keep your feet warm and, and having a blanket, that's like the best case scenario for sure like if you see people who do um you know survival shows or something and it's a cold climate they they can't sleep at night so this is why when you go to casinos you ever been to a casino rick over there in vegas what what is what is the casino environment rick has left the building rick what's the casino environment um what about the casino environment? It's cold. Uh, it's like freezing cold. Not all the time, bro. Um. Oh yeah. Well, of course, if you're inside of the building, yeah. Because yeah, if you're it's in the building, Vegas. No, no, no. I'm yeah. talking about in the building because what happens is they want to keep people awake in the casino. If they can keep you awake, they can juice. You know, take the juice off your hands. So, if I'm going to give you guys a tip on that, if you live in a cold climate or you keep your house cold or something, you want to definitely make sure. You keep, you know, you keep warm and that's going to help you sleep deeper. And uh, that's why if you walk into a casino, you need a fucking sweater. It's so fucking cold for that reason, because they want to keep people awake. They want to keep them alert. They want to get people gambling as much as they can. All right. So next one, Bitcoin or gold, which one? So, you know, I'll touch on this really quick. You know, precious metals. Um, assuming we don't one day like find a, you know, um, get to another planet and start mining it like they did in that movie Avatar. You love that movie, Rick. You love those geek movies. Um, assuming that doesn't happen. Okay. 
no, I definitely don't. You do. Um, if, uh, assuming we don't, you know, gold and, and silver and these precious metals over time, you know, the, they should, you know, rise, keep rising. You know, it's just a supply and demand thing. But it's very important when you buy these things that you buy them on a pullback. Because if you buy them at the top, you'll find yourself stuck 10, 20, 25%. So it's very important to buy them when they pull back. So you wait for a pullback, then you get in. You don't buy them at the top. That's not, that's not smart investing. So if you want to invest in them, invest in a lot in, in the long term that way. So that, you know, real estate's the same way. You don't buy real estate in a bubble. Like right now in 2022, we're going through a worldwide bubble. Like in Canada, real estate's up 50%. United States, real estate's up 15, 15%. 50% in Canada, 15% US. Worldwide, real estate's at a top. We went through the same thing in 2006. We had a bubble. It burst. Prices came back down. You want to buy when the prices are down, when everybody is freaking out. Oh, my God, my home value is going down. You don't buy at the top. So whether it's Bitcoin, gold, real estate, any any type of these investments. But gold and real estate should over time appreciate due to you know supply and demand, at least for the next, I don't know, 50, 75 years. Now, after that, I can't guarantee it because fertility rates are dropping like a rock. And you know, uh, a lot of countries are gonna start shrinking in population. So real estate may not. It, you know, keep going up for the next 500 years, the way fertility rates are going, um, at least in the Western world, the Western world, you know, people aren't having kids anymore. We talk about that on the podcast. They're having kids in Africa is accelerating quick. So if you want to invest in real estate, maybe in Africa would be a good investment. If you want to invest in something for the next two, 300 years, because they're going to keep growing. Um, but like even South America, North America, for sure, Europe, are going to start shrinking. So real estate may not. So you're not saying gold or Bitcoin. You're saying real estate instead of gold or Bitcoin. No, no, I'm saying if you want to, I'm saying if you want to, yeah, yeah, I'm saying gold or real estate, precious metals on a pullback only. What Don't about Bitcoin or, or, or precious metals? I mean, I would, I would, yeah, go with precious metals because Bitcoin is. Okay. So if you had a choice be, between spending a hundred grand, investing a hundred grand to Bitcoin or investing a hundred grand, into uh into a gold chain some gold fronts and a three-finger ring what would you do right now neither because they're both in a bubble so i mean you wait okay. for the bubble so gold, if so you wanted to in a bubble. yeah no if you're gonna say bitcoin if bitcoin's a thousand then it's a buy but if it's at if 50, you could buy 000, but if you can buy the gold buy. chain off of a rapper that's on the decline that has not selling any records you can get it on the cheap like cheap cheap no i mean gold prices gold are, out there man Gold prices are universal. You're, I mean, yeah, go, 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 go rob. I'll fuck it with you, man. Just no, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. Just go rob a pound shop if you want free gold. You know, want some gold, gold teeth. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, yeah, I wanted to hear your opinion on it, Maggie. You're the, uh, you're the. I would love. I would love. Like, I would love for. You know, um, I, you know, we always go through big drops in, you know, real estate. We have booms and busts in real estate. Like we have booms and busts in gold and silver and stuff like that. We have booms and busts in the economy that you want to you want to buy low. I mean, that's that's the key. Whatever you're going to buy, whatever you decide you want to buy, whether it's a stock, it's real estate, it's Bitcoin, it's gold, it's silver, whatever. Look at a chart. Look at a five-year chart, and you tell me, is it in a bubble or not? And if it's in a bubble, you don't want to buy. I don't care how much you like it. You wait for a pullback. Because, look, at the end of the day, Bitcoin at 1000 okay? If, if you said, Steve, I, I'm going to give you – I'm going to sell you Bitcoin for $1,000 each, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, I'll buy as many as you want to sell me for $1,000 each. But if you tell me, Steve, it's going to be $100,000, I'm going to say, no, I don't want to touch it. So it's it's about pricing, bro. You can't just say, I'm going to buy Bitcoin or I'm going to buy gold. You got to save a price. You got to attach a price to it. You know, it's like N2Guard. If I said N2Guard, I'll sell you N2Guard for 150 bucks. 
you're going to be like, no, that's too expensive. But if I say, I'm going to sell you into guard for 50 bucks, you can say, hell yeah, I'll buy into guard for 50 bucks. That's cheap. You, you got to like, you know what I'm saying? You got to compare, you got to attach a price to it. Just like a hooker, you get this hot ass hooker, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get her for 50 bucks. You know, you're going to have to fucking pay money. Right. So good things cost money, bro. Good things cost money. Yeah, so like so the strippers you go out with, only the good looking ones you take to Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Like, and uh, Fazoli's. When, yeah, <laughs> when, you got your, when, when you get a stripper, only the good ones do you take to Red Lobster. The other ones need to go like Apple. You only take to Applebee's, something like that, right? Oh, that's, that's a shot, bro. That, or Golden Corral. How about that? There you go. But I mean, if you got like a hot stripper that you really like, like an exotic one, like an exotic Brazilian stripper. And she wants to go to dinner. Any, 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 any Darden restaurant, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, because it, it's authentic, you know, like Olive Garden is authentic Italian. We all know that. Just like Taco Bell is authentic Mexican. All right. So, you and, know, I'm, and, a, I'm a fan of Joe, Joe's Crab Shack. Um, I'm not much of a, of a Red Lobster guy anymore. All right. So <laughs> I like making my own seafood. All right, so the next one we're going to talk about is shirts or skins. So I'm not really sure what this is. Maybe you can explain to me. Skins means no shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm confused on this one. Mm. I don't know. It's just one of those, like, um, where you play a sport. You're, you're the team sport guy. If you're playing a, a um, basketball yeah. or pickup game or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, we used to play, right? we had to do that for soccer. As, you know, we had a you know, our team wasn't, you know, we didn't have money. So basically one team would be shirts, one team would be skins. It always be like the white, you know, be like really pale skin. They didn't want to be the skins. They'd be too embarrassed. So that reminds me of that, that, that from, um, from back in the day, you gave, you gave me a memory right there. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, it just depends, bro. Is there bugs? Like if there's bugs flying around and they're going to fucking, you know, bite you. I like the shirt, so I, can, shirt. So I can use it to. I like the shirt, so I can use it to wipe the sweat off my brow a little bit here and there. <clears throat> well, you can do that. I don't mind being shirtless, but 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 um, there is an advantage to having the the cloth on you a little bit here and there, especially skin protection. If you if there's bugs around, you're a park or something. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if you're really pale skin too, you got to factor in the sunburn if it's during the day. This be true. So. All right. All right. So. So it just depends. I, my answer would be it depends on the environment that you're you're playing in. And then plus two, if you're playing a sport, you get you get burns. If you if you fall, if you slip, if you dive or something, right? You can uh, if you're playing soccer and you go, you know, to dive after you score a goal, you go, you do that celebration where you like go on your stomach. You know what I'm talking about? You could get a get a burn from that. All right, so the last one we're talking about is high tops or low tops. I'm assuming this is shoes, but I could be. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, shoes, man. Sneakers. What do you wear? Low tops or high tops? Oh, low tops, of course. High tops, I, I don't – high tops isn't isn't good for your feet. I mean, low tops is the best thing. You can go jogging in, in, in low tops. You can work out in them. You can do whatever you want. I don't I don't understand the whole high top uh, thing. Like, why would anyone wear a high top just for, just for show? Like, what is the advantage of doing that? So um, let me ask you a question, Steve. How many pairs of New Balance sneakers do you own? None. You don't own any New Balance sneakers? No, never have. Mm -mm. I don't what's think I your, ever. What's your most abundant uh, sneaker brand you have in your closet right now? I only have Nike, bro. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, 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 to footwear, right, I only wear low tops pretty much 100% of the time for, for sneakers and shoes. But I do have about, I got about three pairs of uh, Timberland shoes, which um, I use during the winter. There's a pair that I keep near my door uh, for shoveling snow. And those are these like crazy high-tech Timberlands. They're not even, actually, I think those are Columbia's. Uh, they're not even, um, <laughs> they're not even leather. There's just like this composite thing. 
then I have my cool leather Timberlands for the winter to uh, walk around in to go places. But I've even gone to the gym in Timberlands before. Um, yeah, wore sweatpants, Timberlands um, to the gym before during the winter when, you know, it just, just snowed and the parking lot wasn't even plowed yet. So, um, yeah, I mean, unless it's boots, low tops, 100% of the time for sure. All right, so um, that was a good show, wasn't it, Steve? Yeah, Rick got to make fun of me on a few topics. Um, you guys can post up, make fun of us, and laugh at some of our sponsors. Just a, just a good, good, uh, clean, a good-hearted show, guys. Steve, um, t- tell the truth. Tell the truth. You sleep naked, don't you? I, I, I Did I answer that way? You didn't say that, but, but be honest. It's because I headed you off with my answer. Yeah, when I said it was I, like, nasty to put no, no, I, naked ass on your sheets and come in night after night, I sleep. I no, I don't sleep naked. I sleep with just socks. Okay, so so sorry. <laughs> there you go. Because how, how are you going to go command? How command in your under your clothes day to day? But then you're going to wear clothes in the bed. I knew, I knew you you go on some nasty ass dick and ass in your sheets every night and night after night. You come in. Bidu- is that what you like? Your sheets smell like Bidusi. You know what Bidusi is? Uh, Ass, Bidusi. dick, and pussy. Just first naked ass and dick all over your sheets um, night after night. How, right, how, if how you want to play, if you want to play. Wait, wait. Every, every how many nights do you change your sheets? Just wondering. This is what I was going to tell you. When I first moved out, you know, I got my first house and stuff and I had, you know, my own bed and everything. And um, I fucking went like a year without changing my sheets. So I clicked without washing. My I didn't know you were supposed to. No one told me this information. Bro. Now I do it like every two or three weeks. Not every two. Or three. I used to do it once. So I did it once a week. I went through a phase where I was doing it once a week. But now I do it like every two to three weeks and I vacuum thoroughly and everything. So. Even 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 though you you sleep uh, a bare ass bare dick on all all of your sheets every night, Damn, man. <laughs> dude, I used to when sleep when you when you when you wrap the sheets around you wrap the sheets around you like a burrito. You no, it gets it gets worse. I used to sleep with sheets a dog. all up in the taint. I used to sleep with a dog and a cat, and sleep naked, and I I didn't do my sheets for like a year. Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, oh, geez. Did you did you have girls over to have sex on those sheets too? <laughs> I had guys. I had guys over. Oh, like so you had, so you had nut juice all over that bed. You like that? With, with that? Is that what with you the like? Ass yellow, with the fucking, that's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Huh? <laughs> I had I had other other dogs too from other people's dogs. That was. Oh. See that you could you could talk you could say anything. You know, like when the dog like takes a shit and it like dribbles and it, like gets, oh, dude, dude, listen, listen, gets on their fur. Not, and then they nah, it's, it's, not, it's not that bad because the dogs lick their ass to clean it. Listen, <laughs> um, uh, anything you say about other dudes is all right, whatever. But but don't 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 even joke about dogs. We'll get canceled. We'll get like you have like, um, you have like a SWAT team come in to take your cat. Into, into a edible protective service. Well, dude, some car. dogs, some dogs don't clean themselves. Like cocker spaniels, for example, they're fucking yeah. dirty. They're dirty dogs. They don't clean themselves. But I've usually always had clean dogs, so it hasn't yeah. been an issue. So because they were clean, that's why you lick them in the mouth, right? Because you let them lick your lips because they were clean. Well, they I said dogs like the they started they they were did, did, did you toilet. kiss your, did you kiss your dogs in the mouth? Tell they the were truth. drinking out of the fountain, the fountain of youth. Did you ever kiss your dogs in the mouth? Of course, of course, bro. Huh? So I don't understand you. You don't like dogs and cats. Yeah, everyone in my neighborhood from South America has has dogs and cats, and they just let them lo- run loose in the neighborhood. But you don't um, like dogs or cats. That's what I don't get. Um, I I love dogs or cats. I oh, just okay. don't. I just don't want to be bothered. You just don't like to be. You don't like to pick up after them. I don't have to. I don't. I don't want to deal with it, dude. No one deal with it. Just you don't want the domestic responsibilities. Don't want it at all. My my days plenty of busy from the time I wake up until the time I go to bed. My fucking schedule is full every day. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I need a pet. My kid has a cat. 
You know what I mean? So he's around. He's here, but yeah, whatever. Um, All right, guys. His... So let us know in the comments. I hope you guys had a laugh. Rick Rick got to make fun of me on this podcast. I'll get him back. I get, I get no worries. I'll get him back in a few seconds. <laughs> no worries. It's so funny how you no change worries. your answer about, about no sleeping. worries. I'll <laughs> With get him back. Sheet. I'll slam <laughs> him good on the next few episodes. He got me good on this one. I'll get it. <laughs> Episode 487, send us in uh, the questions for the Q&As. We'll talk to you guys next week with a fresh Q&A. Talk to you then. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys.